Welcome to Felice Navipod. My name is Tony Thaxton. I'm Todd Cooper. God damn it. Every time. Blah humbudge. There you go. Hey, you made it up. <laughs> How you doing, Todd? I do all right. It's been a while. Not to quote stained so early in the show. I, it's, been, it's been a while. <laughs> Usually we wait a little bit. Yeah, we wait until about the 30 minute mark before yeah, we get into this. We have to hit it. We have to say some stained references. Yes. Did I ever tell you I wanted to go to a stained concert and uh, buy a t-shirt and then take it back later in the show and say... I'm sorry, can I exchange this? This is stained. That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not in on this idea. Did I ever tell you I wanted to buy a Static X shirt and then return it back? I just found out this was a Static X shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should both do this. Stained stain and static, static X are in the same spot in my brain. They're the, both kind of the same kind of bad. I don't know. I don't. I, I can't pull enough knowledge about Static X. I saw them a couple times for some reason when I was touring. I, we ended up playing shows with St- Static X a couple times for some reason. We, it wasn't great. We uh, we played we played with Stained once at West Virginia University. How were they? Oh my god, life changing. Did you get a shirt? <laughs> I blew it. I didn't have this idea until later. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, it has been. A, we we uh, we've been out of action for a couple weeks, we maybe to, a month. Yeah, it's been a been a while. We were guest hosting uh, the Pistol Shrimps last yes, week, which was a huge thrill. Huge for us, and everyone was nice. We thought everyone was going to hate us <laughs> and be. Why are these guys here? Where's my mat? Where's my mark? Yeah, I'm, which probably happened, mm. but people were kind enough not to say anything. Yeah, they didn't which say I it to appreciate us. It. Yes. So we're back, and we're going to finally get on track and yeah. do nothing but talk about Christmas. Yeah. Just the two of us. Well. Well, so much for that, as always. Let me get the door. Hey! Hi Joseph guys. Scrimshaw! Oh, wow. How are you doing? Get in here. How are you? I'm not intruding, am I? No, well, heavens. I mean... Okay. Tony, come, come be polite, even if they're right. lying. That is the Christmas way. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like my stained T-shirt? <laughs> yeah, that's, you, it's that's, really cool. Yeah, I just wore it randomly. Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. And then I was listening through the window before I came to your home. <laughs> oh, did and you I heard you guys talking about stained? <laughs> did you hear my my great idea for my my joke? I did. And and you uh, are you thinking about maybe sending your shirt back? I am. Yeah, I am. Let me know how that pans out. Okay, I will. I think they're going to lose their minds. Like, I'll, you're going to be able to hear the laughter through the computer. Yeah, I'll periscope it. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, do, I do wonder, like, if you did that, what would the person at the merch table, it would just be for you. The person at the oh, merch yeah. table would be like, are you, do you need something or are you going to go away? <laughs> like, how long is this transaction going to be? Because I need to move forward with everything in my life. Yeah. Well, I bet they've heard the joke before. Do you think they've that's heard a the good joke question? No way. No one has a mind like this. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, if you work at a hot topic, uh, I would like to hear if this has happened to you before. <laughs> Do you work at hot? If you work at a hot, to- ever worked at a hot topic, would you just tweet at us? I worked there. <laughs> I want to hear like the whole collection of dad jokes that hot topic workers have heard from actual dads. <laughs> 
do you think we could put together a uh, a hot topic dad joke book? Oh my goodness, I'm sure. I'd buy that. Just all the terrible things. It, or maybe it's not even dad jokes, it's just dad comments like Nirvana, they were when I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, these underoos are for adults. What's that about? I thought underoos were for kids. Yeah. Now they got them for adults, I guess. <laughs> kids are big these days, huh? Uh, well, I'm trying to think of all the jokes that would come out of a, a dad in a hot topic. You're weird looking. <laughs> I, I think I'm. I, <laughs> I shouldn't be here. <laughs> the best this isn't for me. <laughs> By the way, I was I was spacing. I was trying to think of of a, of a dad joke for hot topic, and then you suddenly looked at me and said, "You're weird looking." I thought it was directed at me. <laughs> I thought you were commenting on me zoning out. And just mid. That's what I do. I look around. I just make comments on people's looks. You seem kind. Oh, thank you. Joseph. Just have a kind of kind face. Yeah, you just seem like a kind gentleman. This is what I look like when I'm thinking about hot topic jokes. It's <laughs> just my hot topic face. Happens His HD your resting hot topic. My resting hot topic face. <laughs> so what are you guys discussing today? Some hot topics. I bet that's on there. Israel, maybe. <laughs> Some hot topics. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna address quickly. I feel like I keep hearing a, a very slight popping noise every now and then. Do you hear that? I thought it was my microphone. But I don't know. Not. I don't know what it is, but I'm, I'm just gonna. If hey, you know what? We're gonna just go with it. Might I just that. hear audio problems because I do too many podcasts. I just hear them like live in life when I'm not recording podcasts. Like, <laughs> is that a pop? Wait, I'm not recording a podcast right now. It's just a just a human conversation. And so this is okay. <laughs> oh, that's the sound of a person's voice. Oh, okay. It sounds like a bunch of pops, <laughs> specifically with tone. <laughs> can you tell people uh, where they can find you on social media, though? Oh no, there's no one listening. Okay, okay. <laughs> what people? You and me? Yeah, just tell me where I can find you on social. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I already do follow you, but sure. Yeah. Are you? How many hours a week do you think you're in a podcast? <laughs> I'm always in it. Uh, I would say like three or four hours a week. Oh, so oh there's, there's we have a, a second at, guest at the door. A second guest. Who could it be? This is exciting. It's what? I think it's my brother. Oh, oh, wow. A celebrity sighting about to happen? Yep. Have you had an actual person come to the door? It's usually the UPS man. <laughs> oh, sorry, man. Hey. How's it going? Cameo from Sean Watkins. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> um. Uh, well, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll take a, should we'll we do an ad? Should you insert an ad here <laughs> yeah. for a hot topic? <laughs> this has never happened that, especially not this early in the show. Um, we'll take, we'll take a, a super quick break and we'll BRB. Whoa, is it fun to buy stuff on the internet? I go to amazon.com all the time. Sometimes I buy me a Jimmy's Chicken Shack record. Sometimes I buy a live bag of crickets. I don't know what the hell I'm going to buy. But if I do that, I'm not going straight to Amazon.com. I'm going to FeliceNavipod.com and then clicking on that banner because that'll help the show. So please do it, ding-dongs. And we're back. And better than ever. Oh, my gosh. What a treat. Sean did like a full like 45 minutes of nothing but Christmas songs for us. <laughs> he, did, he was like, you mind if I do a set? <laughs> Which was kind of weird. And I was like, I mean, 
you're great and all, but I don't really Could want you? Right Could yeah. you know? It's a weird time to be a troubadour, just a traveling troubadour. Yes, it's a strange day and age. People's houses. <laughs> we're like, can we? We're in the middle of a thing. Okay, cool. God rest you, get married, gentlemen. Can I do that one for you? <laughs> the three kings, just, just, <laughs> just real quick. Let me just, I had it in the back of my head. Let me just get it out. <laughs> the weirdest part about it was he played Jingle Bells like four times. Not that weird. That's how he rolls. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah that's what he always... I mean, it's weird for you. For him, it's right, right. on par. Yeah. Okay. The really slow one. That was disturbing. The really <laughs> yeah. slow jingle bells. It just, it's not like... It's not how... This ain't your daddy's jingle yeah. bells. No, I mean, no. he did say that before he played it, so <laughs> yeah. like, we should have so known. We, we knew. <laughs> yeah. My dad actually called and was like, uh, <laughs> is there any versions of jingle bells I should know about? I'm headed to Hot Topic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but he... Uh, yeah, that sa- that one slow one's really dark. It was. It's it, hard to capture the feeling of a bell <laughs> when it's really slow. <laughs> <laughs> Today I was at a Jingle at a train bells. stop. Jingle bells. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a tool song. <laughs> Today was that uh, stopped at like a train passing railroad crossing. Railroad crossing, train passing, train it's stop, train passing railroad. It's thing. A train passing if the locomotive has died. <laughs> uh, and uh, the thing, the gate dropped or whatever, and there was a bell going ding, 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 because that's what it's always been yeah. for a hundred years. <laughs> Except for as I was listening to it, I was like, that's a digital recording. Of oh, a really? bell. It was not an actual bell. It was a recording of a... They were like, Trains. what should we use? And like, people are used to bells. Just play a bell. So it's like it's their ringtone? Like people who have like a rotary phone ringtone yes. on their phone? It's exactly right. That's dumb. And it sounded like shit. Sarah was with me and got angry. <laughs> I was like, that's a... Dig- I just realized that's a digital record. And she was like, yeah, except for it sounds terrible. <laughs> like you can make things sound good electronic. Why would you make it sound like that? Like she was so <laughs> mad. And then it like goes ding 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 ding. Like it stopped in the middle of a ding. It was so clearly not an actual yeah. bell. Did you have to like go home and hear the other half of a ding? <laughs> was it like frustrating on I've had it almost in my the head. sexual level of like I need that second half of that ding? <laughs> I just realized what's been wrong all day. <laughs> That's what it's been this whole time. I hope they they really start treating it like ringtones, as you said, so they can like yeah. customize it. At a, like, why not actually play just a train song when the train's coming? I want to hear some drops of Jupiter. But it do 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 Chattanooga choo choo that song. <laughs> oh, those type of train songs. I was thinking the band train, but I like your I like your way better. Do you want all music or do you want like samples? Do you want it to be like my wife from Borat? <laughs> I'm <laughs> fully on board. My wife. <laughs> or like the the General Lee horn. <laughs> <laughs> I just found out recently, that like a week ago, uh, that you could buy a horn replacement on Amazon. Put it in your car. It's digital, so it plays songs. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. How does that effective as a horn? You could you'd be like uh, like Cucaracho will play. How? Ma 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 ma. Oh, but so it's all in a horn cadence. Correct. So it still says, get the F out of my way. That's right. <laughs> right. But the th- in theory, you could put anything in there. Yeah. That would be great. No, that's, I, that's madness. <laughs> I just want one that goes, hey. <laughs> it's my voice. Recording oh. my voice going, hey. 
if you could have like a board of different things, right. that would be great because then you could put in what your honk actually means of like, oh God, you're going to kill me. Mm -hmm. or like, mm -hmm. I don't mean to be rude, but the light is re green now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it would help the thing of like uh, letting you know that like, I'm not honking in anger. I'm just yeah. letting yeah. you know. Yeah. Just, go Excuse ahead. me. Go ahead. It's okay. Pardon me. <laughs> your taillight is out. <laughs> I like your Star Wars family decal stickers. <laughs> Which one is the droid? <laughs> the baby? <laughs> I do I, those decals, family decals. Why? I still see those around. You ever see? You see some baby on boards still every now and then too. One next door. Yeah, yeah. They just had a baby and they put one in their car. What? What good are those doing? I I I don't think anyone's driving any safer. Are you driving no. any safer? No. If anything, I'm taking more risks. I think most people don't know that that's the message. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, the baby's got to learn sometime. <laughs> well, it's like there's someone who's got a lot of life experience. That person should live longer. This thing just barely got started. We're fine. Boy, I'm dark. That's not cool at all. I feel terrible after having said that. It's just a joke. It's not even a good joke. It's a terrible joke. Babies need to learn about just riding bumpers, right? <laughs> Hey, hey! I might should just say hey. I don't. I don't think I deserve to have anything. There was definitely, there's definitely a guy when I was a kid who had a bullhorn in his truck that was behind my dad, and my dad did some bonehead move in the car, and the guy goes, "Nice move, dumbass." <laughs> and I think about it all the time. <laughs> How in it being in his truck, it would be awesome, but being in our car, it was horrible. Yeah, was it a? A dumbass move that your father I had made? I can't remember. It felt like it. Okay. In hindsight, like, I, I don't know. I was a little kid. You don't know. Like, you don't know what good driving is. You just yeah. know you're there or not. Did the truck have a baby on board sign? Yes. Maybe that's what your dad did. It was a baby that yelled dumbass oh. at my dad. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was on that kid. <laughs> no. <laughs> he could have done better. There's a boss baby on board. <laughs> Alec Baldwin just taking <sighs> lines from classic movies and throwing them away in that garbage hole. Did Wait, you actually see it? Coffee is for closers. Did, Did you watch Bus Baby? No. In the theaters? Okay. Did, Did you? you? No. <laughs> I'm just angry about Wait, it. Wait. I just heard I heard a, a, a or saw a trailer maybe and in the trailer he goes uh, something is for closers yeah. only like, so, like oh, and I was yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Al, you were in the movie. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> That ruins the integrity. It was Alec. Why did I think it was Kevin Spacey in that movie? Is there a baby Kevin Spacey movie? Uh, Kevin Spacey was the cat recently. The oh, weird movie where he turned into right. a cat and learned how to be a good yes. human by being a cat. Yes. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I'm deadly serious. And it's a real tragic backstory. It's like some weird French investor thought up this like like Kafka-like movie of like, but if people could become cats, they would learn to be human. And he put all this money into it. I and then he it. died. And then it was just already in the studio system. So the studio system was just like, I, I don't know. Just make a dumb cat movie. Yep. Get Kevin Spacey. Noted it. Crap like, it out. Like it was nothing like the sort of like artsy Kafka thing the guy had imagined. I love it. I love I love <laughs> the, the, the thin line between like genius to just garbage bullshit. It's a fine line like, between yeah. stupid and clever. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Those spinal taps were correct. Mm -hmm. Like now, it, now, you saw the cat movie. In the, you did see that in the I theater. I did not. I did not. 
Do you Come see on. a lot of You're really letting us down. I am. I really am. Do you see a lot of films in the I theater? I do, but they're almost all the genre movies, superheroes, Star Wars, and then every sure. once in a while, one that's not. Uh, There's so many of those now. You'd be, like, you literally could be in the theater every week watching one of those oh, movies. Oh, I could, yeah. I, I'm there, like, every other weekend. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many of those movies. You saw the, uh, I think I saw you post that you saw the Wonder Woman, right? Yeah, I saw Wonder Woman twice. Yeah? yeah oh, so there, there goes my follow-up. He liked it, I think. Oh, I did. Guess. Very, did, very much. Did you I like, keep hearing it's great. It I haven't is seen amazing. it yet. Did you like Rogue One? Uh, I felt a, a, a mix of emotions about Rogue One. Yeah. I love the third act. Uh, I feel like mm-hmm. that is really successful in getting that sort of like everybody can make a choice and you don't have to be the hero. You can just flip the switch and then you're still making a difference. And I just thought there were parts where the characters were a little flatter than they needed to be. Like they just needed a little bit more spark of humanity. Or Agreed. that they were doing something. <laughs> the, the second act got real twisty. That, Boy, it got long. You know, yeah, we, our team just got put together in the second act, and then they go to the planet uh, to maybe assassinate Galen or so, but also maybe to talk to him, but also maybe to work out some father-daughter issues. But then Orson Krennic was also there to maybe yell at or maybe kill <laughs> Galen or so, and they all disagreed about which one they're going to do. And, like, it was just a little messy in the middle there. I feel like a lot of movies... I'm just now realizing that I like a movie where I don't know that a problem has been established and what like that that's what's going on. That one felt like such a pattern of like, okay, here's this first scene is here are these characters. Second scene is we got to develop a problem. Here's the problem. And then we figure out how we're going to fix it. And then we fix it. Like that is what happens in movies most of the time. That's a plot. Yes. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) that's the plot. right? So I guess you guys don't need to go to film school. (laughs) We're welcome. You just saved the cat. Uh, but but in like in the original Star Wars movie, I never feel like I'm dealing with the problem. There's so much going on. Hang it's, on a second. Hang on. Are they really gonna talk about Star Wars again? It happens every time that Tony talks to his friends. I'd rather hear them talk about something else instead. I guess they're really gonna talk about Star Wars again. Star Wars. <laughs> that was the closest you've gotten yet. Uh, all right. I don't know what the timing is. Still, I don't know why I'm. Talking. I want that to be my car horn. <laughs> I, I love thinking of it being a horn. Like, <laughs> I just like after the you do it and then the person moves forward. It's still happening. <laughs> You're still Sorry. doing something wrong. It's just. It, it, it's too long. <laughs> it's just a too long of a horn. It bugs me if it doesn't finish. I got a hang up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't feel. I don't feel like in the Star Wars movie. There's like, there are a lot of problems that are being solved, but it's more like so much life stuff happening. Like, it, like Luke has like a whole other Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Okay. Has a whole other thing he's dealing with before he deals with that, and it yeah. just happens that that happens at the end or whatever. But. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like such a... It, yeah. I know that's what's going on, but it, it's not so obvious. Rogue One just felt like, all right, let's do this, this, and this. Done. Yeah. I don't know. There's feels- a central conflict in A New Hope that this Death Star thing is a problem. Yeah. And the audience knows that clearly, and then the audience, is, the, the characters slowly discover it. Yeah. In Rogue One, it's the same thing. Like, well, the Death Star's a problem, except for not all the characters believe the Death Star exists. Not all of them believe it's a problem. Not all of them believe they should do something about it. And it, it takes a while for them to all get in the same place. Yeah. And that's when the film locks in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think it locks in with the Borg gullet. 
I like the Borgullet. They just released a bunch of information about the Borgullet. Really? It sounds were made uh, by a combination of uh, octopuses, octopod, mm-hmm. uh, uh, octopi, and yoga mats. <laughs> like we need to make squishy sounds. We're going to get a tentacled ocean creature and that yoga mats. Yoga mats. It doesn't sound like uh, like uh, gloopy or gloppy gloopy. enough. Also, this is about truth. And where can we get the sound of truth that's also sort of wet and sticky? A yoga mat. <laughs> oh, you know what? My wife's doing yoga this morning. I have an idea. It sounded gross. <laughs> did... did uh, what was the thing you said? The bergamot? <laughs> What's it called? The borgullet. The gullet. What does he look like? An octopus. Kinda. It's a big octopusy thing. It's the thing that... It was the, the thing the, that I thought was the dumbest thing in the movie. Yeah. In my I mean, it is you dumb, like it, but it's funny. awesome. That's. I mean, I, but I, I've gotten to the point where if I like the weirdest thing, because I think Star yeah. Wars should be weird, so... I, yeah. And, right. And Rogue One was kind of grounded and gritty and real, and that's great. And then mm. Borgullet was the only thing I was like, that's nuts. That's yeah. not from our world. Right, right. Almost everything else kind of be from our world. I mean, the Death Star, maybe not, but uh, <laughs> but the Borgol like is just, yeah, probably. I and mean, if I, it could be. A Trump's building one. <laughs> we're we're going to build a Death Star for sure. We're going to kill Muslims with the giant Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> Getting political. Yep. Hey-oh. Hey now. Mon Mothma's going to pay for it. I'm feeling more and more like we are just the bad guys now. Like when I look in the world, like you always felt like America was on the side of at least doing some right, like. We were teamed up with the right side, and now I feel like we're teaming up with the evil side. Like yeah. it's us and Russia becoming a team, and the rest of the world's like, Europe's like, hey, uh, you're the bad guy. <laughs> Just so you know, come do the math. Like you write, you, America, you write a lot of movies. Yeah, like yeah, we watched John Oliver last night, and which we love. And it's a great show, very funny, but like it's also just getting like depressing though at the same time. Like the sh- the the show's great. It still laugh a lot, but it's also it's just like I've never had such a feeling of of funny and just depressed at the same yeah. time. Is it the resistance exhaustion of just feeling like there's so much to f- be aware of and fight against? Like I, it kind of yeah, just because it's just like any time, it's just like one thing after another. It seems like you just mm-hmm. every day there's something new that you can't believe that he did or just yeah. His unbelievableness is getting very, very believable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah every like, time that you hear something, you're like, yeah, that sounds right. Yep. Yeah. But I still need to be mad about it. Yeah. Like, put it, some anger out in the world because it's not normal. It is weird. Like, it is weird that, uh, like, the rage is subsiding because it's so common. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, uh, Donald Trump punched a child. Like, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> punched a child. That sounds like him. Oh, yeah, it was an accident. Sure, yeah. yeah no, oh, fine. I'm sorry. Yes, for sure. It was uh, <laughs> It was Harry Reid accidentally pushed him, and he punched a kid. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it's a Democrat's fault, for sure. <laughs> so are you guys starting to regret voting for him yet? <laughs> I, I can't. I, you know, I laugh, but I'm, I'm not going to go along with this bit. I can't. I can't even go along with this it's, bit. It's, it's so my, uh, my, abhorrent to me. It's my favorite thing to do when people are, like, angry. Like, I go, like, I like after at the end of a conversation, like, I know I really am starting to go, like, maybe I shouldn't have <laughs> voted for him. It always <laughs> makes people mad. Uh, it makes me so happy. It's such a dumb guy bit. <laughs> Speaking of dumb guy bits. Hey. Here's a transition. Uh, I for- <laughs> I forgot that this happened, and so as we were sitting, we're like, "Oh yeah, we gotta play this." Uh, a listener recently Ooh. sent us a thing, uh, Joseph, to give you a little backstory. Yeah. Uh, a few few weeks back, uh, the idea was spawned for uh, Todd's first 
uh, stand-up comedy album. Ooh. It's it's very it's gonna be very raunchy. Called uh, Poop Sex Poop. <laughs> <laughs> Next level. And uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, poop is crazy. Poop poop poop. A listener <laughs> made a uh, preview for your Poop Sex Poop oh, album. Wow. So uh, I feel like we should play this. Yeah. Looking to get away from the family this Christmas? Yeah, I eat the exact same. I have the exact same morning routine every single day. <laughs> the Comedy Channel brings you Todd Cooper poop sex poop. Oh, uh, did I tell you when I drive by those signs on the freeway that say no ice? I always feel like it's the freeway going noise. <laughs> Noise. You'll watch it saying, how have I never heard of this guy before? I'm a grown-up man now. I say whatever I want. Poop, poop, poop. The AV Club says, did that happen? Break me off a piece of that sex, sex, sex. You go through phases where you're like, fuck this dude, I'm out. This Christmas at noon, the Comedy Channel presents the comic who Mark Marin says, who is that guy? I was in this, the grocery store and it was, it was Lassen, so I jumped ahead. Brought some kale home. Todd Cooper, Poop Sex Poop. I think that very nice. That that person amazing. Hates me. (laughs) (laughs) I like how it seemed like if all of those jokes were like chronological in your set that you were like losing your mind because they started out as jokes and then they just had wandered over the corner like i got some kale once uh, yeah just talking like what's wrong with him is he all right i lost it get back to the poop and the sex what's this kale yeah, bullshit yeah. about Boom. trying to change who he is he's about poop and sex he's really changed in this set <laughs> that was about poop and sex and then poop again yeah. yeah i like his early stuff at the beginning of this set <laughs> I like his early stuff. The first half of the first record. <laughs> I guess I just like the two tracks of that record, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so thank you to uh Nick Robashad, I guess that's how you say his last name. Thanks, Nick, so I thanks, guess. Nick. I think you hate me. <laughs> I get it. I'm not great. That was <laughs> <laughs> it, it made me awesome. laugh. Made me laugh. We're on the same page. Yeah. Hey, hey uh other things that are happening. Are you a fan of um, you talking you two to me? The podcast. I, I have not listened to it. Oh, oh baby, boy, oh, am boy. I in trouble? Yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Sean back. Well, over. Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> Come over for a nice Christmas chat. <laughs> and then you get out to leave. As soon as you don't care about Bono. <laughs> uh, the, that Wait, show, Bono, who's that? I don't know. Bonobos is who I was thinking of. Oh yes, oh, yes, yeah. yes. They the, have nice. Pants. The lead singer of you two. Yes. Yes. Uh, anyway, we'll talk about it sometime 
We, yeah, we don't have would... to bore you with it. Oh no, please! We'd rather bore <laughs> all of our listeners. <laughs> well, Todd and I did a, a a podcast about that podcast. Yeah, it was that? Are you talking? Are you talking? You two to me? To me? Is that <laughs> close? You two talking? You two to me too? Yes, yes. but it's wrong. Should have been. <laughs> You two talking, you talking, you two to me. <laughs> That's what I should have been. It nice. bothers Todd every night. Every night I go to bed. I say my prayers, I brush my teeth, and then I think about that. You don't take your vitamins after you brush your teeth? No, take those in the morning. That's what the Hulkster said to do. <laughs> that was part of his big catchphrase at the end of his things. Take I, your prayers. Take your prayers. Take your prayers. <laughs> take your prayers. <laughs> Take your prayers. Shove them up your ass. Where's your God now? I'm Hulk Hogan. I got your prayers right here. <laughs> Brother. I love this this new Hulk Hogan. He's changed since the porn tape. Strange nihilistic Hulk Hogan. Take your prayers and shove them. Hulk sure didn't have time for bullshit. <laughs> oh, he's the Hulkamaniac. I love that guy. Did I show you the... Uh, we're, now we're doing that thing that we always make fun of ourselves for doing, but... I'm giving myself a pass. Please. Of, of uh, Paul Rust introduced me to this video uh, of uh, it's this video of Hulk Hogan from like the '90s. You know when they would do those like wrestling promos, oh, yeah. like it would, uh, and it's it's him like he just he uh, he's in this cave and like it cuts <laughs> to him. He's like he like wakes up and he's in this cave. It's supposed to be like mysterious and stuff, and uh, and he's looking around and <laughs> the first thing he says, he just goes. Where am I? <laughs> There's no Hulkamaniacs here. <laughs> the first thing out of <laughs> Like it would have been okay to be in a cave if a couple of his fans were there. Yeah. Like he's never been in a place where there were people surrounding him loving him. <laughs> it's like the first time and it's because he's in a cave. There are no Hulkamaniacs in this Taco Bell. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> and there's a point- Taco Bell's broken. There's a a waterfall in the cave, and at one point he reaches over it and he puts his hand under it and he goes, Ow! It's not hot! (laughs) 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 Which, just, that's all, that's all you need to know. That video is the best. Oh, man. Oh, come I think he was on a flight of mine recently. I walked. You think? How would you not know? Now I can't remember if it if there was somebody if there was somebody like Hulk. Did <laughs> I text you about somebody that was on my flight? Was it him? I had two back to back famouses on flights. I had him. I think it was him. Did you see any Hulk maniacs on the flight? <laughs> That's a good <laughs> point. Is it Hulk maniacs or Hulk a maniacs? Wait, what did you say first? I said Hulkamaniacs, and I didn't know if that's right. Is it Hulkamaniacs or Hulkamaniacs? Hulkamaniacs. Hulkamaniacs. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, it was, it was for sure, because I was sitting next to a woman, and I was like, was Hulk Hogan up in first class? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, we're on the plane with the Hulk. <laughs> she was like, yeah. We liked it. How do you <laughs> not realize you see Hulk Hogan? I don't know. <laughs> I should have called. I was like, no one would give a shit but you. I should have. You were the one person I should have been like, guess who's on my flight? You don't know any Hulkamaniacs? <laughs> I mean, everyone, I know all Hulk, Hulkamaniacs, I think. <laughs> I'm I not, mean, I'm not a Hulkamaniac. Woo, woo. Sorry. Are you okay? Should, should I get the fuck out? <laughs> <laughs> Sean! You get the fuck in here. I love it. <laughs> there was a... Uh, in the next flight I was on, Kenneth G, the saxophonesman, was on there. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> That's a great... <laughs> A B. People yeah. were losing their minds about him. Like what? he walked by Kenny G. Think about the last time you thought about Kenny G. Mm. Do you know what he looks like? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's unmistakable. That's what's crazy is how iconic he is. Yeah. I've not once listened to a Kenny G record, but he's so in our culture. We saw him in the airport first, and I go, I said to Sarah, I was like, I think that's Kenny G. And she saw him. She's like, it is. And I was like, how do we know what he looks like? <laughs> and then we got on him, and he was on our flight, and he got like... The stewardesses like took him. I saw them take him up into the cabin, like to the cockpit. And the, like he's like everyone wants to meet him. It was like it was. <laughs> Did he come out with little him. wings then? Yeah, <laughs> they let him fly the plane. Oh wow, he's pretty good. Wasn't there a video going Smooth. around a while back? <laughs> Smooth flight, Kenny G. Uh, <laughs> no wasn't there a video of him on a flight? Like not that long ago, where he was actually like playing saxophone on the flight. Entirely believable. I seriously feel like that was floating around. I I, I will not, not lie if I said it, I was expecting a moment where we'd have a song from Kenneth J. Well, it seemed like there was a time in like 2014 that somebody came in to Kenny G's office and said, Sir, I've discovered irony. Would you like to try it? And he's like, hey, yeah, I would. I'm going to be self-aware and make fun of myself. And now I'm going to be awesome. Yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah. He, he had that special on Netflix making fun of himself. Mm. He has that Valentine's Day special, right? I no, that's no Michael idea. Bolton. But Michael Kenny Bolton, G is right. in it, though. Okay. Kenny G does yeah. make an appearance. So Kenny G is down, though, with his <laughs> yeah. own Kenny G existence. Like, hey, Michael, let me get in on this. <laughs> Come on, baby. <laughs> Kenny needs this. <laughs> when Michael Bolton came on, was like, I know I'm ridiculous. Like he, that's what. Yes, the he's the guy. But yes, he is. I, I think what I said about Kenny G is still true. I stand by. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I've I've seen but, some. Uh, Michael Bolton's at, the one who's really on board with that. Yeah, I, I like think Boo it's because of the lo- the Lonely Island. I think kind of made the Michael Bolton thing happen. Ah, yeah. And I think he just like has run with it now. Like smart. Yeah, this is working for me. So. Yeah, yeah. Boy, what if, what good if on you, Mike. Like, what's your what's the thing that made your career take off a second time? Uh, knowing that I'm a bag of dicks, <laughs> uh, that really helps. A little, little harsh words there, about no, Mike. I do like those guys. <laughs> Mike uh, and Ken. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. Is that what's what's about? Kenneth G's last name? You think Gabriel? Like, actually, I I do. You know what? I know if I text Brian Diaz right now, he will tell me. Uh uh-uh. uh Just instead of googling. Text Brian Diaz. <laughs> it's like he's like Google. He and I have share a thing of, of knowing a lot of people's real names, and that's one he always remembers. He's like, that. is it Kenneth? Is his first name? Yeah. You know, what? I'm, it, gonna, I'm gonna test this. And is it is the G the, the first initial yeah, of his last it name? Is. It okay. is. So we're close. All right. <laughs> I was gonna say garbage, and that was just meaner than I mean. <laughs> is it Kenneth Garbage? Like I don't hate him that much. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> one step too far. Call I don't have strong garbage. feelings about him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was mean to you, Mr. Garbage. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I didn't mean what I said on that podcast. Kenneth Jesus. Uh, I have seen Kenny G in person one time as well. What'd you think? Well, <laughs> I'm gonna blow your mind with this. It was. It was at a, a very. It was one of the stranger things I ever got to go to. It was this weird uh, charity event, and there were tons of celebrities there. And at one point, Kenny, I saw with my own eyes Kenny G and Trent Reznor talking to each other. Wow. <laughs> Which is, I, what do you think they were talking about? I have no idea. That must have been weird. I think the music, man. The music. <laughs> like, I think they're beyond whatever their cultural status was. And they're just probably talking about, like, you know, notes and pauses. <laughs> music. Isn't it weird about F sharp? <laughs> the way it sounds. Look at this chord I found. 
<laughs> that's how musicians talk, right, guys? Yeah, that's exactly this what chord they, I have. That's <laughs> they, they just start immediately talking about notes and music. Uh, breaking news tonight. Kenny G just discovered a new chord. <laughs> I found it in a cave with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> no word yet on uh, which key it fits in, but... Uh, <laughs> It's real, folks. <laughs> uh, breaking news for real from uh, Brian Diaz. Gorlick. Okay. Gorlick. I knew it. Yeah, that is not a great last name. I'm sure some teasing was involved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why you just go with G. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Gorlick. So has Kenny Gorlick ever played with you two, who you're going to tell me a story about? Oh, yeah. Sorry. We got that derailed. I just was, they, they put out a new episode of that podcast, and I just wondered if you were a fan, we could talk okay. about it, but you're not, we don't have okay. to. Okay. Uh, I wonder if he has. I bet he has. He He's seems so like... famous. <laughs> For sure. Bono like, was like, come out and play with us. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know Bono was also in the Beatles? <laughs> Kenny, don't forget to come play with us. <laughs> You too, the famous British band, right? That's their heritage, right? In the name of love. <laughs> Nothing comes up if you go YouTube and... Uh, Kenneth Kenny, Gorlick. YouTube, U2, that's hard to say, and Kenny G, nothing. Nothing. But some oh. great some great screen caps, though, of his videos. Yeah. Sarah was even more impressive back in the day. Oh, yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he... he. I mean, I assume they're friends. Yeah. I mean, if he's friends with Trent Reznor, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got to know Bono, right? They all know each other. They got to. They got to. They get to meet in the Music Hall of Fames. Yeah. <laughs> they meet at the, the monthly ASCAP meetings. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Is Bono a hard guy to meet? I mean, Tony, you're a professional rock and roller. Is Bono hard to meet? Uh, I've never met him. Okay. But that's what I mean. Have you tried? <laughs> <laughs> I've never, never tried either. Uh, Who do you think is the easiest person to meet? He's... <laughs> What's the bar? Like other people get together who have had like yourself who've actually been in like bands, real for real uh-huh. musician bands, and say like, "Hey, have you met that guy?" And everybody's like, "Yeah, everybody's met that guy." Yeah, yeah. Who's that? Is That's a good whole... sting. <laughs> <laughs> just like everybody's like, "Yeah, I'm stings think, everywhere." I'm trying to think of like a like even like <gasps> kind of like legendary. I mean, that, it doesn't have to be legendary, but I'm, just, I'm trying to even like think of someone on that level that I've... You know, in folk world, it's Jackson Brown. That guy's fucking around. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, he's yeah. at Largo all the time, isn't all he? All the time. He's out and about. Like, that guy... Like, I respect him so much because he's like... There's no slowing up musically. Like, he is out every night of the week going to see current things. Like, someone new that's really great, yeah. he's at that show. That's cool. It's oh, awesome. That's awesome. He's in it. He's great. Yeah, he's really cool that way. But everyone's met him because he's out and around. Yeah. Yeah. You could say, uh, obviously, not as much of a household name, but, I mean, Ben Montench, too. Yeah, he's Just because he's fucking Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Come on. He's just in our, our world more yeah. because of Largo, I think. Yeah. 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 But, no, that was, like, mind-blowing to me the first time I was yeah. at Largo and he was there. I was like, wait, what? Why it's is he here? When you remember that he's a heartbreaker. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. I've like been on that. I didn't get to play with him, but I've like recorded shows on that. Or I'm, I'm like, I'm standing feet from you playing piano right now. That's just a weird thing. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I think I know a ton of people who have Weird Al stories just because Weird Al yeah. is obviously yeah, like you do. Like right. Weird Al is just like a nice human being. So if yeah. you come into his orbit, he will be nice to you and it will make and a And remember memory. you, which yeah. he's done to me multiple times now. That's it blows awesome. my mind. 
That's yeah. really that totally makes sense that he is like in your in comedy world, and like in in particular like music slash, uh, like fringe comedy like uh, yeah. What's the word that you like? Because it's not alt comedy really. Yeah, I don't think there's a good term yeah. for it now. Like I mean, alt comedy. Sometimes I say like geek comedy because I do stuff that's pop culture, and so uh-huh. like he he comes into that world. But like uh, before I moved to Los Angeles, I uh, lived in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and way back in the day when he came through. I had a late night variety show, and we had a bunch of friends who did like uh, funny, ironic modern dance to like weird songs. Yeah, and he just came through, and at the time he was hiring local dancers to do uh, all the backup stuff in his show. Incredible, uh, especially for like uh, the "Smells Like Teen Spirit" cover uh-huh. or, uh, right. parody. So, <laughs> you know, you just put the call out. And just like, hey, I need dancers, and like our, the dancers from my show were like, hey, how about us? And he's like, sure, great. Awesome. Yeah. So it's like so cool. Man. Yeah. I think he's just like uh, he he uh, pulls from communities that he goes into and he's nice to everybody. So That's yeah. I think he does that same thing with too. the because he always I think closes his shows with uh, his Star Wars parodies. And yeah. I think gets the, the people that the, the stormtrooper costumes and stuff just like local people to come. Yeah. Whoever's that. in the 501st. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. That's really cool. It's so crazy. The uh, <laughs> the way that like pulling people from local communities to perform is <laughs> such an old school cool thing who was it that used to do that with like like old country guys used to just go to town uh, towns and like, oh, yeah. tour by themselves oh, and yeah. show up and be like you're my band great here's what we're doing this this and this mm-hmm. these songs and they're great they have charts and they play it i can't imagine doing that yeah so when you like go to nashville you know your band's gonna be great when you go to somewhere yeah. far away it's in the middle of nowhere you're like Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy it's like, really cool like it's it's, it's kind of yeah Kind of, I feel like that would be kind of exciting. It'd be yeah. scary and exciting at the same time. It'd be awesome and and awful. I'm sure nights where you'd just be fighting, yeah, against it. Do you feel like a lot of musicians could do that nowadays? That have those kind of chops to be? I mean, I know there's still like session musicians who can just do whatever's put in front of them, but for yeah. like just sudden live gigs, is it kind of the same thing? I don't know. You'd have to like. I feel like if it was done today, you'd have to like do an a YouTube audition or something. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure those people are out there, but I feel like they might be. I don't know. Is it? it feel, there's like so many people that play. Yeah. Music now. Yeah. I, but like, there's only a certain amount that are really great at it. Do yeah. you think that the amount of people that are really great at it is the same as it always has been, or do you think like in comedy is the same thing? There are. So many people doing comedy. Yeah. Now. Is somebody knocking on our door again? I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> What's wrong it with It might me? be Jackson Brown. <laughs> hey, is there a show in here? Hey, uh, could you guys give me a little gas money? I'm running on empty out there. <laughs> Get out of here. All right. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> not, I, not. Full disclosure. Not my joke. Carry on. Full disclosure. I've never heard that song. <laughs> no. Not, Full disclosure. Who's Jackson Brown? <laughs> <laughs> Whose joke is that? A friend of mine, Joe Lemke. There, his name. He'll be taking photos at my wedding. Hey, Joe. Uh, hey. Um. Uh. What were you talking about? If musicians, if there's there's the same yeah. volume of high quality musicians like, as there used to be back in the day. Comedy world, do you think? Yeah, I don't think I. I think this. It's the same thing like with musicians and the comedians to me. Of that, since we have lost like the vaudeville roots. Right. You can do things like YouTube or you can specialize. And this sounds a little bit like yelling at the cloud, but just like uh, when when the tradition of performing was you have to do it live, you have to do it for a variety of audiences and you do it live, you know, up to seven nights a week is just like a different 
kind of, I think, level of ability and showmanship. Because it's less about building your brand and more about just honing your craft by performing constantly. Yep. And I think that has slowly, slowly, slowly deteriorated. Like, as you, you always hear comedians talk about pl- their instrument is the crowd, how you play the crowd. Yeah. And, like, a vaudeville uh, performer would be just super good at knowing what a crowd loved. Yes. And exactly how to read the crowd and, you know, yeah, the uh, playing the timing and all that sort of stuff. And now there's, like, all these rules, like, oh, that's cheesy to do that. Like, that's played out or hacky or whatever. And I feel like back then it was like, does it work? Great. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, uh, fart jokes? Great, 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 great. Let's do them. Because that works every time. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm not sure that they did that, but I'm just saying, like, it seems more like back then it doesn't matter. The goal is to get a laugh. Let's get a laugh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like that's can be... Well, I guess this even does still happen, but I feel like even more so back then when, like, someone would make, like, a, a comedy or, or it'd be in a movie or a TV show where it's like, they made this thing, people loved it. And they're like, all right, we got to do another one. And then they basically just make another one. Like <laughs> they just it's, slightly different. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, this time he's playing a detective instead of a. <laughs> yeah. There's no ballerina. actual acting or difference. Yeah, like every right. Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis movie there. They're Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. But like, like well, I'm a plumber this time, Jerry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> great, Dean. <laughs> I'm a comic book artist. Whatever. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. yeah. Uh, that is. That's interesting. I do feel like. Because of the, you know, the, there was that comedy boom in the 90s or 80s or whatever it was. And then it, comedy just kind of died. And then there's been a renaissance of it again. I was last, thinking like, about this literally yesterday. Five years or so, maybe seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. That just like a lot more interesting comedy. Guys like Mark Maron podcasts have like given a lot more. Where I feel like more people are willing to try it. Like improv schools are fucking packed. They're around the country, not just in LA. Yeah. Like it's starting to like come up and everyone wants to take a part of it. But you would think because of that, you would end up with a a larger class of better people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I but, think the problem is, it doesn't is, seem like that's is the case. soon. Not, not even the problem. Cause I don't want to sound like an old man yelling at a cloud. There are plenty of people who grind, grind and perform night after night after night in standup still, but improv and standup. The goal is to, get successful doing improv or stand-up so you can get on television shows, right. movies, etc., or maybe go on like a big blockbuster stand-up tour, but it, it it's not the just keep performing. Right. It's not like performing isn't the goal. It is often right. the step to the real goal. Right. Where yeah. then you don't have to do that really workhorse kind of performance right. that I think happened in the 20th century. It kind of started dying out around like, you know, the 60s, 70s is, you know, more media. Is popular mm-hmm. television. You don't have to. People are just looking for a ticket, like yeah, to get discovered early enough that they can stop doing that thing. Yeah, agents and managers in in LA tell you just go take a class at UCB because if like you know the show is just casting for anything, they just look at UCB for who's so graduated crazy. from UCB. So like you you can be that, that's a good strategy for somebody who's in LA. It's like I don't give a damn about improv comedy, but if I'm handsome and I graduate, then yeah. my photo will be there. And somebody's like, I need a handsome extra for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Right. Check UCB. I will say that it does seem like more and more <laughs> there, the culture is like you have to get on a team there, like a house team to be known and notable uh, mm-hmm. rather than just take classes, which getting on a team there is fucking hard. Oh, yeah. Really hard. And you've got to be good at it. And you've got to put in that. T- I was putting so much time doing improv for a while. And I was just like the idea of getting good at it 
I mean, it's years and years. I'm too old for it. Like you have to be <laughs> because you have to be 19 and not have taste in in comedy yet. Yeah. Uh, to where you can fail and not even realize how bad you're failing. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just not give a shit, and then you learn as you get older. Like you get better and your taste gets better or whatever, and you've got the skill now. Yeah. Like I have a, a too good a taste and my skill is too low, <laughs> so I just hate me the whole time I'm in a scene. Like that was shitty. Well, that was the dumbest thing you ever said. Like I just hate <laughs> myself the whole time. Are you sure you're right? Yeah. About hating you? Uh huh. Because you're 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 a funny guy. I do okay with friends, but I don't do great on stage. <laughs> <laughs> boy, oh boy, I'm never made a team, scene. huh? N- yeah. Nope. Yeah. You water boy? You ever think oh, about that? Yeah, right? I thought, <laughs> Maybe a cheerleader. <laughs> I've never even like auditioned for UCB. I know, like, like. I would go to like these classes and everyone was like, we're going to, the big, the auditions are coming up for, for um, UCB. And I would like be in classes with these people. And there were some people I would be like, you're not ready at all. (laughs) (laughs) Why waste someone's time to look at you and evaluate you? Like to what end? Like you're not getting on a team. You know that, right? Like, and that's what, for me, people are going to, you're going to audition. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I have a lot longer to, to keep at this before I can audit, before I can audition. Yeah. Before I know, like when I hear no, there's a reason that I wasted their time at it versus like, and to get good notes that yeah. I can learn in the future. I'm not at that point yet. So yeah, it's weird. I, but that's, it's just part of it. But it is like, if you get on a team for some reason and they're, People are casting out of those teams like crazy. Yeah, and there's I don't think I've never heard of it. I don't think there's opportunities where somebody has worked really hard, legitimately hard, and super funny, has gotten at the top of a UCB team and then said, you know what? I love improv. I just want to do UCB improv right. until I'm 60. And then when somebody comes through and says, hey, I need some uh, just some backup comedians to do my improv show with me, I'll pick from this team of just great backup session improv people. <laughs> I'll think I'll do, do that instead of somebody coming like, hey, you want to do a movie? Like, yeah, bye, improv. Nope. <laughs> Thank you, improv. Bye. I do. So I, I think that's what it's about. Is I think like, like mid-century, 20th century, there are people who just did right. the work. As their career, and there was never life. a next thing, and I think right. that's true of musicians and sort of in comedians. I wonder what it is like for music, because in music it would be like you do like being on tour is the work, sort of still. Yeah, yeah, and I, I've talked about with people sometimes. I feel like there's never you might you might get to a point that you succeed further than you ever imagined you thought you would. But there's never, there's never that moment, though. There's never a point when you're like, "This is it." Yeah, like, there isn't. I'm, no, like it's just it's always it's always, it's just this gradual build, and it's like you'll be like, "This is cool," you but like there's never me. there's never like a thing where like, "Yeah, this is it. We're doing it now." Like this is this is you this were is opening it. for Blink One Eighty Two in huge arena rooms. Mm-hmm. You didn't have an experience of sitting down in front of thousands of people and sitting at your drums and going like, "I'm doing it." Not like that. I mean, there's there's definitely times when when I would think like, like holy shit, like I can't believe like I'm doing this right now, but like then it just kind of goes away and it doesn't because because like the reality of that would be yeah we were doing that but a month later we're still playing like basement shows other places I like see. there's oh, wow. the, like. Yeah, it's weird. Like, that actually is 100% true. The first time we opened for Blink was in Europe, and literally a month later, we were playing basement shows in the States. Wow. 
So were they different? <laughs> <laughs> you were still opening for Blink One Eighty Two, though, yeah, right? In the basement. <laughs> that was really yeah. Just a few, a few, a few less people. Not yeah. as many uh, lighters in the air. Sure, but, you know, <laughs> they'll light the roof on fire. <laughs> yeah, right? it's a safety. <laughs> it's a safety yes. shoot. No lighters, please. <laughs> we know your move. Uh, so you didn't. So you always had that. Like we're still on the path. Like we've signed a record deal and we're opening for huge bands, but we're still on the path. Yeah, because I think I think no matter like you hit a, a point and then you you're like this is great, but then I don't know. There's still I think there should still be things you're like kind of reaching for. Do you yeah. think? Do you think Blink feel that way? I feel like, because I've heard other people say that 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 they that they don't necessarily have like a moment that they feel like things were like this is exactly what I want. But I think you maybe get to a point like they were at where you probably have done just about everything you really wanted to. That must be like a weird feeling of like knowing that you've done it, but still not being sort of satisfied. Like you've yeah. checked off all the boxes, but it's like. Yeah, it's now it's what? Like, what? right. Yeah, because it is nice to to have those boxes to aim for. It's a weird way to say that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> aim for the boxes, kids. <laughs> Sorry, I, I mean, uh, throw your dick in a puss. Sorry, that's worse. That's actually worse. So gross and so not my speed, not my brand. That's, that's, that is that is that a deleted track from I Poop Sex so. Poop? Oh God, <laughs> Poop Sex Poop. Oh, I wish man. I hadn't said a lot of things I've said in my life. Yeah, uh, that's not. what I aim for. Is less <laughs> my less regret box. <laughs> <laughs> I wish this wasn't being recorded. This is not being recorded, is it? No. Okay, good. But but let's get let's get into it though. What are top five regrets? Oh go. Jesus! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just sneezed on your microphone. <laughs> We're counting down. Absolutely. Todd Cooper's top five regrets. <laughs> number five, <laughs> coming in at number five. <laughs> Slammed his dick in the door once. <laughs> Wish he hadn't done that. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's got like commentary the whole time. Whoops! <laughs> yeah, ouch! <laughs> That's gonna hurt his soul. <laughs> That's physical and emotional. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you. That is, yeah, that's that's nuts to like. Kind of, I I can't imagine what that's like. I I remember my friends touring in a band where. Also, get your dick. I get to imagine just kind of the build up to all time number one regret. <laughs> what that one would be? Everybody agree, it's the classic. <laughs> Voting for Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty bad. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I voted for him. Oh, you are. You're still not regretting it. You're no, feeling pretty I good think- about it still. I think he could pull it out last minute. He could really make it make a change. I think that pivot's coming. That pivot's coming. I think literally he might pull it out soon. Yeah. During a press conference. Yeah, he might. Yeah. I hope that happens. It wouldn't surprise me. (laughs) You expected him to actually compare penis size to the French president. (laughs) Look, look, have a look. See, see. Have a look. Tremendous. Tremendous. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what a nut bar. Uh, do you think um, 
Oh, I don't know what I was going to ask you, actually. I'm trying to think about that. It's just thinking along the lines of the music thing. I'm, I'm interested in the idea of there being, if there are more, if there are more or fewer really great players in the world these days. Or the same. Because I, I, I'm interested in, like, there definitely is, like, the mediocre players. Like, there are more people play music. Yeah, there's, I think there's more people playing. So I, I feel like the odds are going to be. Thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that's why there's so much, like, it's so in the world. Like, like when my dad was in high school, it was likely that if there was a anyone who was in a rock band, it was like maybe one high school had kids that were in a rock band. They would play all the dances in that area yeah. or something. Yeah. Like when I was in school, like there were a few of us in bands. There were probably like probably two or three bands maybe mm-hmm. in all of our high school. Yep. Now I feel like that's super common. Like multiple people are in bands. Right. Like yeah. everyone plays music at least something a little bit yeah but no one's great at it like everyone is just mediocre and then a few people rise to the top yeah yeah i mean they, there still are the like session musicians right yeah yeah. Oh, that, yeah who are just like versatile as hell who can do anything yeah. right yeah and do you but do you feel like is that dying out do you feel like if you ever because you guys are both involved with music right i mean i think the session world is really different now because back in the day it was a lot of singers who just like hired bands it didn't matter right now it's all bands so like everyone is coming up together as a team they don't hire out people as much i mean there are okay. a lot of session musicians yeah like, in the world that that get hired for things for sure but Plus, it, there's just, also just a lot of stuff that's just now like programming and things right. like that too which is kind of taken away a lot of that i think but depending on the still, genre it, it obviously still happens I mean, oh yeah they're out there but w- from what i hear there's a at least in the drum world, there's like a, a handful of guys that kind of have like a strong hold on mm-hmm. most of the work. Right. So yeah. you just, it's like hard to get in because like there are already four yeah. people who can just do whatever drum track is needed. Yeah. And so they're there's great. Guys, guys like me that hope for their scraps here and there. Yeah. And you're a great drummer. You're an outstanding drummer, but it's like when you're competing with these guys who have been doing it for years and everyone knows mm-hmm. their name and they're great. Like it's not like they have, it's not like they're a name that, they don't live up to it. Like they're yeah. really, they pay off. They're good. Yeah. They're hired but, for a reason. Yeah. Uh, and not that they're even better than you, but they just are a known. Commodity. Oh no, they're better than me. <laughs> well, yeah. That's not a debate. What's that guy's name? There's like this Josh guy. Fries. Oh yeah. He's Josh Fries plays for everybody. Yeah. He's kind of would be your genre guy too. Like more like yeah. punk and rock stuff. Yeah. Like anytime a band loses a drummer and like, but has a tour coming up immediately. He's like, Oh, well, let me guess. Josh Fries going out with him. Yep. There he is. So there does are... he sabotage other drummers? To get gigs, uh, <laughs> it kind of seems like maybe <laughs> a lot of a lot of broken hip drummers happening these days. Uh, but awesome guy from what I hear. <laughs> Just like saying, the sabotage. I knew a guy that like kept getting drum gigs, like like in hardcore, more hardcore style bands. Yeah. like he kept everyone. He just things and. Joseph used to play drums. I did. Yeah, I would not be hired for anything. I believe. <laughs> did you ever play in bands? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had two. Three bands, a total of three bands. Okay. A high school band, a college band, and then I had a brief uh, Minnesota public radio band. <laughs> <laughs> in, in like Minnesota, public radio is the heaviest hand of any. It's, it's so in everyone's it world. It is. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, and you probably know is uh, John Moe of, of yep. Wits, the show mm-hmm. that no longer exists, but Paul Tompkins, a bunch of other people did it. Uh, a bunch of LA comedians came and, and did that show. Uh, and he, John Moe is a huge music fan and a, and a, want, a frustrated uh, singer. Like, I think yep. in his heart, he 
it, he like he does public radio, but he would like to be a rock and roll singer. Really? Yeah. So it was uh, him, the produce one of the producers of Wits, and then uh, a math teacher at a local prestigious uh, college. And then myself. What? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, and it was fun. They had all originals. I, th- I think we did one REM cover, and I didn't even know the REM song. They were just like, we're going to play this for you. I'm like, cool. I'm like, that's a good REM song. I'm like, oh, I, I just thought that was one of your covers. <laughs> their songs were all real good. They're all one of their originals, because their songs were real good. Really? Yeah, and we I, we practiced and played together for about a year, and then we did uh, like two gigs. Because it was supposed to be like, we all have other jobs. Yeah, yeah. And this yeah. is all for people who are like, we are never going to be like, yeah. musicians, we're not going to suddenly be like... We're all in our 30s or older, and now suddenly we're going to hit the road, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, this is for fun. And then yeah. we did a couple gigs, and that was it, and it was fun. That's awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. great when you know what it is and you get it, do it. Yeah. yeah. How long ago was that? Uh, I want to think that was like 2013, 2012, Oh, so not that long ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so not long. Is that the last time it. you've played drums, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I, yeah, I don't even have my drums yeah. here in Los Angeles. Is that the, like have you even touched drums since you've been in Los Angeles? I think I did literally touch drums. I think I was at some other show <laughs> where somebody had drums, and I just said, "I'm not going to even hit them. Can, can I just sit by them for a second? <laughs> I just sat them, and I well, today's your lucky day. Bring out the drums. <laughs> yeah, that's why yeah. I brought them up. <laughs> that's why Sean was here earlier. Yeah, oh, he's my drums. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. I do, I do love playing some drums. I'm terrible at it, but I like sitting at. They're drums fun. Side. They're fun, but they're also the worst. Yeah, it's the best job and the worst job. It's just the funnest thing to play and the worst. The thing worst just because of all of the the, the size of them, the lack of portability the volume yeah like to, yeah like exactly everything. yep it's uh, you have to yeah when you setting up tearing down taking them places uh you know and then you know drums alone are expensive but then it's like oh yeah now i still need cymbals and those are also not every one of them is expensive yeah right? and you need a cowbell yeah exactly <laughs> at least one at That's, least one how much is a hi-hat like say like just just high like a set of hi-hat i think about i want to say around 300 bucks and that's without the stand. That's just a symbol. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the stands. That's a whole other thing. Stands like the hi hat stands, what? A like good 200? At least, probably for a good one. More like three, 350? Probably. So you're thinking, yeah, I have endorsements. I haven't paid for any of those. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you understand. Know, My sure. money doesn't go towards drums, <laughs> You go over to Tony's house and it's like everything is a drum. Like, oh, look at this coffee table made of drums. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Give yourself a, a plate. It's just a symbol. <laughs> Uh, you, we use the bell of the symbol for a bowl. <laughs> Drinking out of that cowbell. <laughs> and also, there's just not really, uh, yeah, you know, like a, a guitar, you can just like pick up and like noodle around and wherever yeah. you are, and you're not really going to do that with drums. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's why I got frustrated in high school, because it was a fun, creative outlet, and yeah. I really liked doing it, but then it was like, not only are you not in front of the band, but then like, all of my friends who played guitars were like starting to get girlfriends and like, oh, I'm just going to play this song. And, like, and I was like, I can't bring my drums over yeah. to a girlfriend's house, set them all up. And, like, I'm going to serenade you with hey. the drum beat to Paradise City. I wrote this for you. I wrote this for you. I wrote this for you. That is what I said of, of uh, you know, things ever, if ever, things ever got like really desperate for me and I knew that there was still mo- enough Motion City fans out there that might care. Someday I'll just go on a solo tour where I just I play my parts and sing my backup vocals. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you, have you ever filmed yourself doing that? No. That would be oh, so funny. 
You should do it. So Maybe a new, people, pa- a new Patreon thing I'll offer. Absolutely. You, you absolutely should. And here's why. Like, people who play guitar would love to play along. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be so fun. Like a one-man garage band. Yeah. <laughs> play with your favorite drummer. Am I your favorite drummer? You're my favorite. That's saying? what I'm saying. And I'm going to play with you. Yeah. You p- that would be really fun. <laughs> I would, like, if there are bands, like, as a grown man, like, there are bands that if they had that, like, I would absolutely do that. Like, Rocket from the Crypt. I yeah. would absolutely play some rock. <laughs> like I would set up and put headphones in and play along with that. Right. It'd be so fun. Yeah, I get uh, that. Did you? What kind of bands were you in? Like, what were your bands like in high school? Uh, they were all just hard rock, a little bit of heavy metal, but mostly just kind of hard rock. Hard rock. Hard rock. Like what? Did like, you have longer hair? I did. Like stain. Oh, I want to see this yeah, real bad. Uh, there will be no photos, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'll, I think I have at least one photo where, like, oh, that's acceptable. Other photos, no. Uh, yeah, uh, we. I. I still like Guns N' Roses a lot, and we played sure. a lot of like Guns N' Roses covers, and but we did like uh, Beatles and Rolling Stone. Yeah, we convinced the high school to let us play a concert at night at the school and we put together this very pedantic history of rock and roll and like picked songs from like like every other year or something like hmm. that so we did a lot of like we did doors covers we did Jimi hendrix but we also convinced them in order to advertise this that we should be able to play in the lunchroom during lunch <laughs> and this was like right nirvana explosion time and we played smells like teen spirit and a actual food fight started <laughs> in the lunchroom and it was like the coolest thing that I've ever been a part of. Like I had to duck and then chocolate milk exploded on my drum set and there's still stains on that drum set from the chocolate milk. Who is this principal? I know. These kids go, we need to have a concert. All right. All right. Look, we need to advertise it during the day. Well, it'll be great. All right. We got to say yes. Because we weren't, we were not rock and roll. We were all like the straight A good little students. Oh, I see. I was in the international baccalaureate. You know, is that right? Yes, yeah, and like we we all had like good grades and that, so it didn't seem like these like I see. drugged out rug like we need to play our rock and roll music like oh well the the little nice people <laughs> the little nice children uh, want to play some of their songs <laughs> like yeah a food fight broke out that's fantastic I don't think I've ever even witnessed a food fight in real life <laughs> have you I feel like I remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm asking the guy that didn't remember he was on a flight with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it's hard to remember a lot of things. I feel like I remember somebody saying food fight and throwing. <laughs> someone yelled food? food fight and then threw like a chicken patty and it hit one kid. And everyone was like, whoa. <laughs> it was like just sort of a dick move. And everyone was like, Relax. And I remember laughing <laughs> so hard. Seeing someone get hit with a chicken patty is <laughs> pretty all time. I just I, love what an advanced society that, that was. Like, I, that's uh, that doesn't seem come appropriate. On, leave that guy alone. That's immature. He's hungry. He's just trying to eat. I feel like the closest thing to a food fight I can think of that I witnessed was a kid. Already opening his carton of milk and forgetting that he did, and then he picked it up and shook it. It <laughs> <laughs> just went flying everywhere. Yep. What a dick move. The closest thing that's, to a food. That's fight. how deprived I've been. You know. <laughs> it's a man versus food. <laughs> that's the funniest shit ever. So then when he hit himself with chocolate milk, did he get mad at himself and throw other food at himself? So it's like a one-person <laughs> It was food a chicken fight. patty. Yeah. It's a chicken patty. <laughs> he slapped himself in the face with a chicken <laughs> patty. <laughs> 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 
I've never uh, seen you two in concert, but one time uh, <laughs> someone was listening to them in headphones, and I put my head close to theirs. You I'm son trying of a to bitch. think of what's like the closest <laughs> comparison of that. It has to be something happening on accident that then becomes the thing. Yeah. I just want to give you the visual of a kid shaking up a <laughs> thing of milk. I've never driven hilarious. a car before, but then a guy forgot to put it on his emergency brake, and I hopped in <laughs> to stop it. I watched it roll down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so I gotta, I gotta tell you guys, I, I, uh, you know, sometimes we play some games on here, and uh, I had a while back prepared a uh, a Christmas quiz for us. Oh, however, ooh. however. I did this so long ago, and uh, I'm looking. At, I looked at the uh, the quiz here before we started, and I wrote it all out. Gave multiple choice answers. Uh, smart guy did not uh, mark which answers are actually correct. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I can't do this. I already heard half a bell today. Yeah. Well, if you have any pedantic fans, any pedantic listeners, this this is a treat for them. <laughs> oh man. So just I just a bunch of questions. I just, yeah, I just wanted to. We don't have to go down there. I just wanted to share with you guys how intelligent that, I that am. exists. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a thing that's in the world. Here's a quiz with no answers. We can then I, take the time to Google all of them. How difficult is it that we don't know the answers? I mean, it's, it's his are hard. They're okay. they're 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 often more about learning something, Joseph. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. It's about being educated. Did yes. you bring those cards, the Christmas cards? I might have. I love those Christmas. Yeah. Cards. Do you have Do you have time, Todd? Or I know you have a I know you have yeah. a tight out. We can. <laughs> We can play. We can definitely play around. Oh, do you want the cards, or do, or do we want to try and see if we know if we can guess if we know the answers? Your questions are so hard. I feel like if you prepped it, we should do it. Because, but uh, but your question. The, the oh, questions. I don't care. I can take the time and look them up, and we can save it for another episode. All right. Was that what you want? Maybe we'll save it, or do we want to just wing it and see it if just, we can figure out the answers? It'll. Ju- I guarantee it'll just all of us be going like, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> can we do one? Can we just yeah, do, do one? Yeah, yeah. Just I don't. Right. We do it. All right. So we'll. Uh, so I need well, to know what a super actually. Hard Christmas you question might is. know him. You're a smart. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Are they all Star Wars related? Because then maybe it'll be okay. Uh, so we'll get it. Yeah. So let's we'll do a, a weird version of the Christmas quiz. And as we know, there's a theme song, but the theme song also has a theme song. And the real themes. We're gonna find out how smart you is when you take the Christmas quiz. All right. The the theme song for the theme song sort of sounds like the Mr. T experience. All right. Do you, do you, yeah. I, I I just didn't know what to say to that other than all right. <laughs> so not so much. All right. No, it's, it's just me. It's fine. Sure. I but have the, literally no emotion about this. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm all now. She's all coming. That's my that's Mr. T my Mr. T experience uh, song for can you match it? Oh, it, uh, we're changing games here mid. Uh, uh, mid what's mid the name stream. of that song? So I know what to, what to put under there. <laughs> I think it's literally called like she's all yeah. I'm like no, <laughs> <laughs> she's all yeah. I'm like no, because <laughs> that's a that's uh, a good one. I Joseph, I, I not to derail us completely. No, I have I have a feeling maybe I'm very wrong about this. Do you sing? You, you know uh, the singer. I I feel I have a lovely voice, and I cannot hear any notes correctly. So sadly, okay. no, I'm not a singer. Okay, really? I have tried. I'm totally tone deaf. That's crazy. Yeah, it sucks. 
because we we play Easier, a game. So on the here. quality of your voice is great. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So then I was singing the shower, like that's lovely. Here's and then I sing with do. other human beings, like <laughs> my God, what have I done to you? I'm so sorry. Here's the thing: we're just gonna have to get you to sing because the tone and quality of your voice is great. You just sing a note, and then and in Pro Tools will just they <laughs> just move it around. Move it, yeah. <laughs> oh it's my gonna God. Be great. You're gonna sound as pretty as Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, we won't, we won't force you that we do a game also called Can You Match It where we just, out of out of our brains, we just sing any song you want and you try and match the pitch and the tempo of the real song. <laughs> yeah, I can and do then, that real bad. And then, <laughs> and then afterwards we, we lay in the original underneath so we hear how close, how close It's not easy. Oh, yeah. But that's a... If you're guessing that Tony is usually right and I'm usually wrong, you're right! <laughs> uh Oh, Wait, I, what's the question that? You oh, that's right. Yeah, I right. forgot. I forgot that we were gonna pick from my questions. Oh, you know what? I I think uh, I I do know the answer to this one. Oh, good, good. So good, here good, we go. Good, good. I do remember that this what this one Thank was. God. Uh, on Christmas Day in 1959, I've heard of it. Which of the following happened? Mm. A. Ringo Starr of the Beatles, mm. born Richard Starkey, uh, received his first drum set. B. Kevin Costner was born, or C, Slinky was the best-selling Christmas toy that year. Those all seem like they could be true. Wait, the Beatles were like in the, like, 64, 65? So that means that Ringo was only like nine? That is crazy, yeah. So that's not that one. Oh no no he would have he didn't get him as a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I thought you were going oh, for this Ringo Starr's mother gave birth to a baby in a drum set. This is a very very strange immaculate birth. <laughs> I thought you were going for that he would have only been playing drums for a couple of years yeah. by the time. Nope. <laughs> Ringo Starr and his drums couldn't have been born in 1959. <laughs> That's so awesome. Ringo got to the drum set even as a baby. <laughs> Drums are large in his legend. <laughs> They're his brother. Famous. <laughs> oh, fucking balls. Uh, I don't know. Let's go with that one then. <laughs> How do you feel, Joseph? I'm going to go Slinky. Going Slinky. Guess what? Todd, you're right. Hey! Oh, wow. Which, it does seem weird. 1959. Yeah. Because the Beatles... Yeah, I think he joined in 62 or something like that. How is He'd that been possible? playing for three years. That's insane. You know John Lennon's quote. <laughs> Somebody asked John Lennon if uh, Ringo was the best drummer in the world. And John Lennon said, Ringo's not even the best drummer in the band. <laughs> uh, no, Ringo's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. <laughs> Such a dick answer. I don't know why it's funny hearing them say the name of their own band. <laughs> in the Beatles. <laughs> All right, so we'll so we'll do a couple that that we do have the answer. Uh, just off this uh, this deck of Christmas trivia cards given to me by Pete the Retailer. Pete Aww, the Retailer, yeah. he needs a song. He does. He comes up a lot. He does. Uh, I've given the Star Wars minute Pete, plenty Pete, of songs. Pete, 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 Pete the Retailer. <laughs> give it to give it to us clean because I I spoke over that. Oh, okay, here we go. Some of your finest work to date. <laughs> Beauty. It's going to be fun putting music behind that one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so often we sing spot songs on the spot and then I, I put music underneath it. Which, by the way, just is just constantly derailing. But I keep talking about this one. Where 
you for some reason i don't remember the context of it but you did a theme song for a segment called top five malls and (laughs) this has become my favorite one and i have it here It's so weird. It took me, I just have to like memorize your rhythms to figure out what's going on. I'm like, well, this is what happens in it, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to share that because we keep talking about that one and you hadn't heard it, I think. It sounds so. like you radio censored yourself. Like what you were going to say is top five motherfucking malls that turned into top five da-da malls. <laughs> oh my God. All right. So dumb. As, as I, I don't know why I don't remember ever hearing that. <laughs> That's what, I, yeah, because we've talked. I was like, I knew because I want to. You want you to hear that one, so there you go. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> All right, so I'll just read a couple of these for fun, and I'm then a we'll, good writer. we'll we'll wrap it up. No, I weirdly, I like weirdly do like it in a weird way. Like I kind of want to turn it into a real thing. <laughs> Let's do it. It's like so angular. It it's doesn't so make weird. Sense. <laughs> like a crowd would be like trying to <laughs> moving weird to it. That's what everyone saw in real life visual bit oh <laughs> what was that another classic Todd Cooper visual bit <laughs> I do that a lot on podcast alright so let's let's do a couple of these uh, again just picking them at random here here we go what is Charlie Brown's complaint about Christmas you have multiple choice A oh, good. it's too cold B too much snow C, he didn't get enough presents. Or D, it's too commercialized. Hmm. I want to pick whichever one has the most existential dread to it. That's what Charlie Brown is about. (laughs) Wow. Cold? Cold? Yeah. I'm glad that there. I'm glad that there are uh, multiple choice options that yeah. we couldn't just guess awful things. That, like he's a terrible <laughs> racist, so who knows what he said about Christmas? Did you both say cold? Yeah. You both going cold? Yeah. You're both yeah. wrong. Nice. Wait, think about it. Are both of us wrong? Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what just happened. But the I answer that's how you guys always ended the podcast. Yeah. Like, cool. <laughs> Bye. Uh the answer was it's too commercialized. Oh, all right. Says Classic a, Chuck. Says Charlie Brown, who is, exists on a thousand Christmas things. Right? <laughs> you the great hypocrite. pumpkin my dick. That's not a famous <laughs> thing. You wrote that for commercials. <laughs> the great Christmas pumpkin, you little bitch. <laughs> Where did the poinsettia, a traditionally American Christmas flower, originally grow? A. Spain. B. Europe. Mexico. C. Brazil. D. Cuba. Another opportunity for ignorance. I want to say Cuba because I like that place. It was Euro Mexico? Not Euro Mexico. That makes no sense. <laughs> what was the second one? Mexico. Uh, you said Euro something. I said Euro. No, he said he threw you there. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It was Spain, Mexico, Brazil. Spain, Mexico, Brazil, and Cuba. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go Mexico. Joseph Scrimshaw with the point. Yay! America steals to whoever is closest to America. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... (laughs) 
Oh, this is great. All right, hands on buzzers, guys. All right. We're, buzz, this buzz, one's buzz. for all the marbles all because, right. the, again, these were just, I didn't pick these. These were just in the order that the cards were in the deck. So be ready. A traditional Christmas flower is... A poinsettia. There you go. <laughs> is that it? That is the answer. So there's a Christmas quiz. I can't believe that. It can't be that easy. <laughs> there's a trick question. There's some famous Christmas flower. Yeah, this was like a yeah. tree. I just love that those were back to back in the deck. That was um, oh, that's beautiful. I love that deck. It's the magic of Christmas. Thanks, Pete. I love that. I love that deck. I love that deck. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Pete the Retailer. It's first edition, which means there's going to be more editions. Ooh. I like that they had the balls to put first edition <laughs> on there. Like, well, we'll be seeing more of these. These are going to sell like hotcakes. Well, I mean, you know, we you see these everywhere. Are we ruining it by doing these on the air? Are they happy that we're doing this or ruining their Who? deck of cards? The oh, company that makes these. Well, they definitely listen, so... I'm sure. I'm sure they're happy because these things are flying off the shelves now. Boy, oh boy! What if we? What if we uh, could get them as a sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're doing well. They must be at least be in their second printing of the first edition. Yeah, a lot more poinsettia questions. <laughs> they have a poinsettia expansion. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> it's all poinsettia questions. If the you color rub it on this Christmas chin. flower is red. <laughs> if you rub it on your chin. There's some picture cards. What uh, is this Christmas flower? What's the Christmas flower rubbing with? Hoinsledia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Joseph, thanks so much for doing this oh, nonsense. Uh, is there anything you would like to plug? Yeah. 15 minutes later. Um, uh, I have a, <laughs> the, the plug section sometimes on podcasts. We're like, hey, do you have anything to plug? Sure. When I was born, <laughs> a drum set also came out of my mother. And then, uh, no, I'll make it fast. Uh, I have my podcast, Obsessed, with you guys have both been on. So you Hooray! Can look up episodes of Todd and Tony Unobsessed. I have a Star Wars podcast called Force Center. It's all about Star Wars. A ton of different shows that come out every week. I'm doing this thing called Anchor. It's this uh, app that you can download that's little uh, micro uh, uh, bits of entertainment. Uh, that's an app that you can download. So I have a cool. station there called Head Cannon. And then a lot of comedy shows, conventions, and that. That's all on my website at josephscrimshaw.com. Get into that. Yeah. Baby. Uh, also, one final question for you. Ooh. Uh, I don't believe I was asking this question when you did the show a long oh, time okay. ago in the pre-Todd days, but we, we it's our last question we ask everyone. Uh, our friend Dave Clock, uh, he, his two favorite things in the world are hockey and sandwiches. <laughs> so much so, a friend made a back patch for his jacket with two banners, one that says hockey one that says, and sandwiches. Oh, wow. What would your two things be on your back patch? Oh, uh, I think it would be a fill-in-the-blank space and shame. (laughs) (laughs) So I could alternate things that I'm ashamed of being too into. So sometimes it's like Star Wars and shame. Sometimes it's alcohol and shame. Sometimes it's self-doubt and shame. <laughs> Leave it open. I like yeah. it. Wrong. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, well, thank you. 
appreciate oh, that. Oh, this has been it's such a blast. Thanks for coming we over. We loved really having you. I learned a lot. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, what do you want to plug? Oh, I, uh, I, I bought. Uh, I'm gonna buy a new shirt, <laughs> and um, I want it to be, I want it to be short sleeve and button up. Because I want it to be good for the summer, but I want it to look fancy and nice. That's not, When nice. you get one, uh, we'll post it on the Instagram. Yep. Yeah. I'll post up a new shirt on there. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to freak out. What about you? Uh, I can't ever think of anything to plug. <laughs> no. You it's always hard. have great ones. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's hard. What are you going to do? I'm going to post that picture of your shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're plugging my shirt. Yeah. Too. Thanks. That's really my big Thanks plug. Thanks for using your plug for my shirt. Oh, sure. Uh, I want to say, because I haven't talked about it much on here, a little bit, but uh, my Patreon page, patreon.com slash Tony Thaxton, every week writing a song about a different Star Wars character. It's real silly and stupid. Some videos of Tony playing drums and singing backup vocals, your favorite song. Do you play guitar or bass you want to sing and play along? Get into it. I am doing drum videos on there, just not like that. So there are drum videos also and like exclusive blog posts I do on there. All kinds of stuff. EBPs? EBPs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so there you go <laughs> it must be hard for you being so smart no, to be around a guy like me so really throw you off like why is this happening to my ears so i worked so hard in my life he to deal with this shit so excited about evps <laughs> just to me it sounds like some sort of ghostbusters detection system well I got, i'm sensing a lot of evps <laughs> this guy's into it <laughs> Uh, what's wrong with me? Well, on that note, we'll end the show the way we always do. With the traditional Christmas dance. <laughs>